You're listening to Legal Skies, a podcast by the Law Society of Saskatchewan. This is Season 2, Episode 2. Today we have Gerald Taggart, QC, and Faluke Lam Shabikan, who are our benchers at the Law Society of Saskatchewan. Gerald Taggart, QC, is president of the Law Society of Saskatchewan. He was called to the bar in 1977. He worked at the Ministry of Justice for 37 years as a prosecutor, legal advisor, and legal manager, including four years as Saskatchewan's Deputy Minister of Justice. He now practices as a sole practitioner with a focus on arbitration and other adjudicative work. He's been a bencher since 2014 and serves as co-chair for the Legal Services Task Team. Luke is Vice President of the Law Society of Saskatchewan. She has a sole practice, FLK Law, in Melford. Prior to moving to Canada, she received her LLB and master's degree in law at OAU University in Nigeria. She received her PhD in law from Howard College in South Africa and worked as assistant professor at OAU in Nigeria. She has served as bencher since 2017. Gerald and Faluke, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So my first question is, what exactly does a bencher do? Uh, Ventures are members of the Governing Council of the Law Society. So the Law Society regulates the legal profession and legal services in Saskatchewan. We have a professional staff that carries out many of the Law Society's responsibilities. But the Ventures, as the board of the Society, uh, carry out its governance responsibilities. We also have specific statutory responsibilities related to discipline and the admission of lawyers into the Society, and the benchers do much of that work directly. And what made you both decide to become a bencher? Okay. Uh, well, I practice in Melford, as you had mentioned, um, and it's a solo. It's a solo practice, and my one of the major reasons for uh, joining the benchers was to be able to bring the perspective of an internationally trained lawyer who practices in rural Saskatchewan and who also has a small firm of solo practice to bring those perspectives and those experiences to the board and be able to share that and hopefully make a difference. And well, and for me, um, uh, it's fairly, fairly straightforward. It's probably the same as a lot of, a lot of ventures. I knew I'd find it interesting and, uh, and it is. And uh, it was also consistent with, with my commitment to public service. I was a civil servant for 37 years, as you mentioned, also an active volunteer in the legal community and the community at large during that time. This was a, an opportunity to serve the community in a different way. So I can imagine for both of you, serving in this capacity would be quite different from the things that you've done in the past. Faluke, you mentioned you're an internationally trained lawyer, and Gerald, you worked for the government for quite a long time. Is there... Um, what what has been uh, working as a bencher? How's that been like for you compared to what you've done before? So working as a bencher has been very very uh, fulfilling in many ways because it the work has been such that it has allowed me to to see the workings of the profession, see the the kind of work and the thinking and the thoughts and the um, the work that goes into any kind of policy or any kind of decision that uh, that that is uh, put out by the law society. So it turns out that 
in, in the regulation of the profession, whether it be in, uh, in the matter of competency of lawyers or admissions or even discipline, for all of these things, there's a lot of uh, debate and consultation and discussion and uh, perspectives that come together. So it's been rewarding for me to be able to learn and listen and uh, be able to process all of those things and also have a voice in some, some of these matters. In my case, it probably is a stronger parallel between what I've done as a venture and what I used to do as a, as a lawyer and manager in the government. Um, with the kind of government practice I had, which, which actually varied over, over time pretty significantly. But I was often involved uh, working on, on teams and at the Law Society. We, we do a lot of teamwork. So uh, I'm, I'm accustomed to that, and I enjoy that very much. One of the things I looked forward to when I became a venture was continuing to be able to do that. Uh, the Law Society is involved in a, a variety of issues of public policy, and again, as a government lawyer and manager, I, I dealt with public policy on a on a regular basis, so I'm, I'm very comfortable with that and enjoy doing it. And then some of the specific subject matter also overlapped in my case. I've done a fair bit of work with the Law Society on um, uh, regulatory aspects, including uh, the new systems that we're now talking about that would allow people other than lawyers to provide legal services. And in fact, I, I did a fair bit of work in the area of, uh, of professional self-regulation when I when I worked with the government. So, so for me, it's probably a little different than someone who comes from private practice. On the other hand, I... I, I lack what uh, so many of them bring and what Faluki brings with the specific experience of of working with clients in a community and uh, helping them solve their problems. Yeah, that's a really good point that you're that you're making that uh, that there's quite a few ventures who who have private practice experience. And Faluki, you mentioned that you wanted to bring the sole practice. Uh, experience to the venture table. How does your experience from um, your your professional career really help you to to be a venture to when you're making those type of policy uh, decisions? Well, one of the things to remember is that all the decisions that are being made and the policies that are being put out are all policies that that uh, affect. The, the practice of law itself. So invariably, those are things that affect the things that I would do on a day-to-day basis in my practice, be it uh, how I receive clients, how I, how I treat them, how I treat their money, how I treat their files. So um, the experiences that I have on a day-to-day basis in client management, file management, and in handling of trust monies, and every uh, little aspect of the legal practice, including um, continuous uh, professional development, including my continuing to stay ahead and abreast with what what the law is doing and how it's involving. All of these uh, are experiences that I also apply to whatever decision or policy or topic is being discussed at the bench at table. Is there any... Pro- I, I would agree with... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Sorry. Joe. Yep. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say I'd agree with all, all, all of that. I mean, lawyers, lawyers uh, no matter what sort of practice you have, 
lawyers develop a broad range of skills, and and uh, the law society is well served by having those lawyers, uh, a collection of them, sitting at that venture table, and uh, managing the govern governance aspects of the law society's business. So you both are mentioning uh, how the the policy decisions that that are made at the um, at the venture table really affect day-to-day practice. So are there any projects or, or policy that you guys have been working on that you're really excited about or you think are are some really positive steps for, for lawyers in Saskatchewan? Well, maybe I can I can go first to talk a little bit more about the uh, Alternative Legal Service Providers Initiative. We've been working on this since, oh goodness, since about 2016, but... Um, we now have legislation in place that allows for the possibility of individuals other than lawyers to deliver limited legal services. And uh, principally the staff at the ventures as well are involved now in the initial stages of implementing those changes. And we're going to do this very carefully very and, and gradually, thoughtfully. Uh, and we won't see full implementation probably for uh, I'd say another 18 months to two years maybe even more than that. But that's a very exciting project that, that I've been directly involved in and, and uh, am uh, looking forward to seeing uh, completed. And another one for me is the Saskatchewan Access to Legal Information Project. Last year, I, was, I had the opportunity to be the chair of the Equity and Access Committee. And uh, there are a number of initiatives and just collaborative projects that are going on to reach out to equity-seeking groups and also to, to um, further, further advance access to justice in areas where there is need. So the Sally Project or Saskatchewan Access to Legal Information Project is one that I'm particularly excited about because it's a partnership between the Law Society, Ministry of Justice, uh, University of Saskatchewan and a few other uh, partners and the whole uh, objective is to make information available at the basic level concerning the day-to-day legal matters that a person might come across. So that would be from consumer law to uh, employment law, family law and this, this information is made available in print and also through uh, video video clips and I believe that we have a website too that is either up or will be up and running soon. So this is one that I'm particularly excited about. Yeah, I think it's interesting that you two are highlighting uh, two very different projects, but they both relate to access to justice uh, with the Sally Project and the um, and the focus on alternative legal service providers. How important do you think uh, this this issue is of of access to justice. Well, I've been involved in uh, various initiatives related to access to justice going back a long way, including back to the days when I was still in the Ministry of Justice. Uh, access to justice is a, a, a an exceptionally uh, big and important challenge for us to address. The the law society has a very small part of that because what we're dealing with is access to legal services and access to justice is a much, much broader concept than, than that. But to the extent that we we need to expand the capacity, 
that we currently have, society currently has, to provide legal services to those who need them, the law society does have an important role to play. And uh, while it's it's not uh, the only thing we do by by any means, it certainly is um, uh, something that uh, is uh, integrated into most of our programming in some in some way. It's it, it's a consideration in uh, much of what we do, and and then we do have uh, some of these very specific initiatives that are aimed at improving access. Fluki, did you want to add anything? Oh, I, I would just agree with with uh, Gerald that absolutely access to justice and access to legal services is a very big part of the the um, focus of the law society because we recognize that at the end of the day, that is the crux of the matter. Is it is whether people are able to receive the to get uh, access, to use the same word, to uh, either the legal information that they need to make decisions or uh, legal practitioners to help them in whatever issues that they need. So at the end of the day, we also hold this as a very important aspect of the work of the Law Society and of the benches. And like Gerald mentioned, there are quite a few different initiatives that are targeted towards improved access to justice. Yeah, absolutely. I think access to justice is something that will definitely be a focus for the Law Society for quite a few years. Um, so I, I guess one final question I have is, um, as benchers, is there anything uh, that you've come across that has surprised you or delighted you? Anything about this um, in serving in this role that you thought, oh, I, you know, I didn't expect this. Okay, why don't you go ahead? Okay, for me, it's a word that Gerald had used earlier on, the teamwork. Mm -hmm. That has delighted me very, very much. Um, it, it, it wasn't surprising the level of teamwork that exists between the Law Society staff and the benchers, like in each of those groups and working together. But it was just the extent of it, to the extent that um, there are goals, there are objectives, and each of the benchers and all of the benchers, and at the same time, each of the staff of the Law Society and the Law Society itself, to my knowledge, in the time that I've been Adventure have worked together, always keeping the eye on the ball. At the end of the day, it hasn't been about any one venture or even about um, the Law Society, so to speak. Keeping in mind that uh, the Law Society exists to for the protection of the public interest. So at the end of the day, even when there are tough discussions, protection of the public interest always rises up above whatever the tough discussions are. And uh, the benchers have been able to work together as a team always to keep their eyes on the ball in that way. And that has delighted me very much in, in the time that I've worked in this capacity, served in this capacity. And I would say something very similar. Uh, I'll, I'll just add, add a little bit to that. And that's, the opportunity to work with all of these wonderful individuals that I've been able to work with over the 
past uh, six years now it is that I I've been uh, an adventure. I mean that has been incredibly rewarding, and 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 uh, I mean I include I include the the ventures in in that. I include the staff of the Law Society, but it goes well beyond that because we we have. Uh, uh, interactions on a regular basis with with the membership at large. When we when we did our uh, our uh, 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 task team looking into alternative service providers, we had the opportunity to deal with people across the province and working in other professions. Uh, and and then of course we have we have a wonderful partnership with the Ministry of Justice. Work regularly with them uh, and with the minister as well. Uh, and, and the opportunity to intersect with all of these people is is a tremendous privilege for for those of us who are lucky enough to become ventures. Actually, sounds like a fun fun group of people to work with. <laughs> it's um, in terms of not only collaborating but also, uh, like you both were discussing previously, really working on some huge issues that are facing us, but uh, doing it together and keeping your eye on the prize. So um, thank you so much for chatting with me today on the podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. We hope you found the podcast informative and would love to hear your feedback, comments, or suggestions. You can contact us at podcast at lawsociety.sk.ca. Until the next episode, I leave you with an amusing quote by Joseph Cote. You cannot live without the lawyers, and certainly you cannot die without them. Mm-hmm.